Blog Talk Radio. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Hi everyone, this is Chatting with Nan, it's Natalie Jean, it's in the Savichon. Today we have the honor of hanger having singer-songwriter and producer Skylar Day. Skylar Day is a singer-songwriter and producer with a knack for create for crafting sorry, songs that have the ability to warm your heart and break it at the same time. The LA-based artist recently won second place in the International Songwriting Competition for the Best Worst Thing, the closing track on her EP, Songs from the Greenhouse, which was written, recorded, and produced by Day from a tiny shed turned studio in her backyard. How awesome. Praised by American songwriter from her, for her enchanting rasp and candid lyricism, the EP further bolsters Day's reputation for being a raw and honest storyteller. Hollywood Life Rays, Songs from the Greenhouse, delivers five tracks of Skylar's signature striking songwriting. Case in point, the lead single, The Best Worst Thing, whose opening lines, I hate that you've seen me naked, I hate all those smiles I was faking, are an explosion of emotion, one that carries throughout the entire EP. Day has captured the attention of fans across the globe, including Grammy-winning artists, Casey Musgraves, who handpicked her for a mentorship that focuses on putting more women on stage at major music festivals, amen, including ACL Festival, where Day had her festival debut in 2021. On top of that, the Georgia native has also sold out venues like the Troubadour and Hotel Cafe in Los Angeles. In addition to her music career, Day is a well-established actress recurring on such shows as NBC's Parenthood, Law and Order SVU, one of my favorites, the hit series Pretty Little Liars, and Fox's The Resident. Let's give her a round of applause. Hi. Hi. How are you? I am just dandy. How are you? I'm surviving. I'm surviving. Um, It's, it's been... um. Crazy times, crazy times, you know, the world is, I don't know where the world is. It's almost like we're living in a twilight, in the twilight zone. Um, How have you been during this, how do I call it, election, George Floyd, pandemic, pandemic had some babies, tsunami, earthquake, um, uh, polio, now you can't drink uh, rainwater, monkeypox. Uh, what else is out there? There's a new virus in China, a mass shooting. I know. We're, I mean, we're just covering all the bases, aren't we? <laughs> it does feel like the, the world's just, yeah, grabbing onto every every catastrophe that could happen. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm just it's waiting. It's crazy. It's just been crazy. We had yeah. the cicadas here. Now, the cicadas were supposed to come out. It's been their 17-year thing. Um, it's just been wild. And now, you know, I look out the word and I'm like, what next? Is what, the locusts are coming? I just, you know, that sounds so biblical. <laughs> it's just like, it's been crazy. So how have you fared during this? Whew, and Ro- sorry, forgot that one of the main ones forgot to add Roe versus Wade in there. Um, yeah. how have you been yeah. during this time? How have you been? I mean, I, I mean, just, just like everyone else, just like taking it day by day by day. And, and for me, thankfully, I, I have, um, you know, obviously I have music and in a lot of ways that I feel like it keeps me sane and I get to, you know, almost in a weird way, like utilize all of these things that are happening so I can go, okay, instead of freaking out, I can just take it and go sit in my little studio and write about it and then get it out that way as opposed to, you know, putting more negativity in the world by, you know, I don't know, just dwelling on it. Right. So, right. so yeah, I feel like I just like put it through my filter through my guitar and then sing at it. And, you know, that's, that's kind of my, that's usually my reaction to most things that go wrong. I'm like, I'll just, 
I think I'll just sing about it now. <laughs> no, I absolutely um, love that. I mean, yeah, it's, it, it, and, and, and if, if people can do this, like not dwell on the negativity, I, I love them for it. You know, I try not to, but, you know, we're always on social media because we have to be on that damn thing because um, we always have to promo and market our work. Um, and yeah. sometimes you see that stuff and you're just like, oh, my gosh. And, you know, with this whole Roe versus Wade, here's the, here's the irony. With this whole Roe versus Wade thing, I've been talking a lot about it on my TikTok, and it's the, the thing that's gotten the most views on my TikTok. It's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's just grown into something huge. I'm a huge fighter of justice. Um, I think people can have the right to their own opinions. People have yet to learn what opinions mean. Um, but it's just, it's just, it's just wild. It's just wild. Um, it's just been crazy. It really, yeah. Um, but one it, of the re- things, yeah, it really is. What, yeah. One of the things I like to ask people is this, and I'll give you a little synopsis here, um, is obviously during the pandemic itself, which was horrible, people lost lives, long-term COVID, people lost limbs. I mean, people suffered, but at the same time, there were a lot of, uh, you know, pros, and there were a lot of family members walking together. You know, people are always moving so fast that they really don't take time to do that. So for me, that was kind of odd to see. Um, Then I have colleagues that cut back on their work hours because they realized they weren't spending enough time with their families. I have um, people, I read a lot of articles about people quitting their jobs. It was very interesting. I think what the pandemic did, it, it allowed for a lot of self-introspection. So people realized, look, I need to make money, but I need to ha- to be happy doing what I'm doing and making the money to be able to survive. You know, with climate change, um, the pollution levels went down. Uh, the animals and the trees were just like, oh, my God, this is great. I hope they don't come back. But obviously we had to come back. And then we have artists like you and I that um, released singles, EPs, tracks, um, albums, rebranded. Some people decided, okay, this music thing's too much for me. I'm not going to do it anymore. So saying all of that, did you take time to have some self-introspection to decide who you want to be perceived as an artist or as a person, or are you good with who you are right now? So what did you think about? I think, I mean, for me... In a lot of ways, I mean, I I kind of have been, um, like, I know who I am as a human and as as an artist and what I believe in, what I want to write about, how I want my music to sound, what I want to, you know, put out in the world for a while now. Thankfully, I feel pretty um, content in that. But I think, so it was interesting when the pandemic hit, it was like, okay, now I need to adjust how to put that out in the world. And, like, I think it was, a, in a way, like a wake-up call where I put so much into um, music and also my acting career that it was so much my identity that I think right. I had this. And most artists that I talked to were like, I think we're having an identity crisis because this thing that is just who we are suddenly we can't do it in the same way that we've been doing it. And, you know, we're not playing shows and we weren't able to release music as easily as far as like promoting it in in the way of playing shows and seeing people in person. And like, it just, it just flipped everything on its head. So yeah, it was, it was a, it was an interesting time, but for me, I guess the way that I, I dealt with it is just, um, I mean, like read in my little bio at the beginning, I, I started learning how to produce. And that was, that was an interesting thing that I don't, honestly, I don't think I would have had the time to learn as much as I did if the pandemic right. hadn't happened. You know right. what I mean? So in a way I was like, I felt like the world stopped and I went, okay, I can either freak out or <laughs> I can just refocus because my thing is I'm not good at sitting still. Like, right. I like I like working and I like working on, you know, whatever it is, music or acting or whatever it is. I just, I like being around people and I like moving and I like doing these things. I had to adjust in that sense. But for me, I was like, okay, I'm going to do something that's going to, you know, feel good for me and like I'm actually going to help myself in some way. And, and, and what's cool is like, I, because of this, I found producing. I don't know if I would have found it 
as deep a love for it as I have now. So, so yeah, I mean, again, like shit's crazy. Like, yeah, crazy, but yeah, but I did find that and I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have gotten that out of, you know, our time um, during that, you know, the height of it. I think that it's awesome if people were able to get something positive out of it. Cause I mean, all of that was just pretty much um, crazy times. Um, it, it, it's surreal. It's like, okay, you know, half the time you're thinking, hmm, where, where am I right now? Is, uh, how is this happening? Because all that pandemic stuff, you think, okay, that stuff that happened in 1920s, 1930s, how can something like right. that be happening now in this world? Yeah. So yeah. It's, yeah. Okay. It's, uh, okay. Yeah. We're 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 doing something new. Okay. Hopefully this will. But yeah, it it, it allowed for a a lot of a lot of self introspection. I'm gonna kill my cat. A lot of self introspection. It just made people uh really think about mm-hmm. their life because it made them realize that my God, I've got to either do something with my life. It's got to stay the way that it is, or um you know, something's got to shift or, okay. Yeah. Or, or it, it forced people to make a lot of decisions about their lives. That's one of the things that I noticed. Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, because I think it made, it made everyone sit down for, uh, for a while and actually go, okay, am I, yeah. Am I happy? <laughs> am I? And that's like, I feel like a question that you probably don't, you know, most people uh, avoid easily just by being busy in their day-to-day lives but then if you get to a point where you you literally cannot go anywhere cannot do anything it's like right. huh okay you know I've got to assess and and you know with it with not knowing how long it was going to last and how long it was going to be before we could get back to normal it was like okay well in that case I better be happy with myself because exactly. that's um I'm I'm stuck here with me and if anything I need to reassess that and make sure I like the like what I've got going on just like you know in in that in that sense I think was like a big a big thing for everybody and I think that it was scary for a lot of people to suddenly be alone with themselves and be like wow I'm not happy or 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 you know a lot of people found you know things that I think we all assess our gratitude for things too, like just the everyday things that we would take for granted and now are so important and we're so aware of now. So I think in that sense, it was, it was a good thing as well. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely scary for. Yeah. There's so much you could take away from it, but it really made a lot of people think about their own immortality also. It's like if you have something yeah. to do, you better just go do it because what it, one of the biggest things for me tells you that, okay, we knew life was short, but this just showed you that uh, life is extremely short. So, you, yeah. you know, you better do your own thing. You just got to do it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so what was it about the music industry and the acting industry that you said, well, okay, Skylar Day, that's it. Music and her are going to go together. Acting is going to go uh, together. Um, did you come out of the womb that way? Or was it something I that know, you're I mean, Basically, yes. And I always hate saying that because it sounds so, like, you know, it sounds so funny to be like, yes, I was singing from the top. You know what I mean? But right. I don't. I don't remember wanting to do anything else ever. And I've always been pretty like set on this. So um, yeah, I don't, I mean, I I grew up in a a gymnastics family. And so that was like, that was very much a part of my life growing up because my parents owned a gymnastics training center and they were coaches and my brother and sister did gymnastics as well. And um, I was the only one that was like, hey, so I want to sing and act and write. And they were like, okay, what do we do with that? Right. Um, but, but what's awesome is my, my parents have always been super 
supportive of whatever I want to do, whatever, like, any of us want to do. So, right. so from the very beginning, from the moment I was like, I want to be on, you know, on TV and I want to be in movies and I want to be singing on stage, they were like, okay, let's figure it out. How can we do this? Um, but, yeah, so I've been, I've been kind of – I wish I had, like, a moment where I was like, this is it. This is how it, you know, this is how it happens. But, yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> I must have I must have gotten it from someone, but I don't know. My grandma was a singer um, and you know performer when she was younger, but uh, other than that, like that was probably my only exposure to it. So I don't know. I should delve into that and figure that out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like for me, I know you know my father's a singer, so I know I got the singing bug from him. Uh, but it's always interesting to hear how people are just like. Some people do, you know, when I say, did you come out the womb? And people are just like, basically, that's what happened. It's like music yeah. is always part of their life and who they yeah. are. You know what I mean? Right, so, yeah. Um, so how important is it for you to be authentic as a person and in your music? Uh, the most. Yeah, the most important. That's like the number one thing. Um for me as far as just like um yeah every every song that I put out and everything I share I want it to be um I don't think I'm I'm like I I think I would die before putting out something that I'm not um <laughs> that I that I don't feel is is authentic to me it's not worth it in, in that case I would just not I would just do something else you know right now, one of the things that Nina Simone says is that artists, well, a quote that she said, and I'm not giving it verbatim here, but basically said that artists should be writing about the times. How do you feel about that? I mean, I think that, honestly, I think it's just like, yeah, if it's affecting you, then, then you're part of it, and then that's authentic to you in order to write about it, then yeah. I mean... For me, I I I just write about what's going on in my life, and obviously the world around me affects me in my life, so I can write authentically through it. I think I think it's like a I think there's a fine line between writing about you know writing about the times in a kind of like preachy way. Do you know what I mean? Like that. I feel like there's like a danger of doing that to to where it seems like you're kind of telling people how to feel about something as opposed to just saying like this is how I feel about what's going on in right. the world because um, I don't I don't want to hear someone I want to hear about somebody's perspective I don't necessarily want it to you know listen okay. to somebody kind of yeah just like preaching about it but um, but it's and it's and it's nice to hear from um, hear about like what's going on in the world from people's different perspectives, like, and very specifically from their point of view. It's, I think that's interesting. Like I wrote a song about the pandemic called Six Feet Apart at the very top of it, uh, of the pandemic and released that during it. I, not for no other reason than just to be like, Hey, this is how I feel about everything going on. If anybody feels this way too, here you go. You got a, a song about it now, if you want, you know, so yeah, I think um, I think it's important to write about it. If if obviously if it's affecting you, if it's if it's not, then you know then it would probably feel inauthentic to try and like put your spin on it and put it out. You know what I mean? It, it's interesting because you know some artists are like oh, or actors or, or, or um, uh, uh, musicians, they really shouldn't talk about the times, you know, some people think that it alienates your fans and all that stuff, but I say I say to that, is, look, if your fans really know you, then they're going to know you, and they're going to know what you write about, and they're going to lo- love you regardless. Um, or there's that button where they can turn, tune you off. I think if you live in this world, you have a right to sing about, you know, about that stuff like I'm I'm a social impact writer I don't I'm not preachy but I, I just bring about things that people maybe they didn't see you know what I mean yeah. um yeah uh, 
It's not about, okay, you got to listen to me because my voice is the only voice out there. But it's more right, about, yeah. listen, this is what the world is going through and maybe we we can make a difference. You know, one of my th- things was about, you know, if we all just um, put all our differences aside and basically came to the table and just started fresh, and, you know, and then did something for the betterment of society, then that would be awesome. Yeah. But here we are. <laughs> Here we are in this lovely yeah. world. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I love that. Um, how, uh, what is your, uh, what, is, what is the way that you write your songs in the sense of coming up with ideas and thing, themes? And if you have a writer's block, how do you deal with that? Uh, my my process kind of changes depending on the day really like most of the time it's kind of a word vomit journal entry sort of situation like I'll if something specific happens and I'm I'm or I'm feeling a certain way I'll sit down and just you know write like a stream of consciousness kind of a thing about it and then sift through it later and try and find lyrics and pull those out and then start working on something that way um, but then again, since I've started producing, I actually, sometimes I'll just sit there and I'll start making a track and then start seeing what kind of feeling comes from that and then write that way, which is right. new for me and kind of interesting. And then sometimes I'll, I'm not, I'm not the best on piano, but sometimes I'll go and sit at the piano because it's not my normal thing and, and it'll maybe wake up something different, um, Right, because uh, I play guitar. I I usually write on guitar, so that's that's my that's my go-to. But just to like switch it up and kind of like set things off a different on a different course. Usually, I'll I'll try on a different instrument. But as far as getting through writer's block, a lot of the time, I'll I'll um I I usually have to just like leave it. <laughs> I just have to like leave the song yeah. or whatever and go on a drive and do something that has nothing to do with music because I tend to um I'll like beat things to death <laughs> you know what I mean I'll like I'll be desperate to finish something and then I've got to remind right. myself like that that's not helping so I'll go on a drive or I really love it's just weird but I love making pasta from scratch and so I'll like go start making dough or like do something with my hands that doesn't require like my brain all like to be completely on. So I'll just do something like that to like, you know, free up my brain space and then maybe something will pop up while I'm doing that thing. And that, that usually helps just like go do something that doesn't require your brain. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I completely, I totally understand. Now, where is the craziest place that you've ever, um, come up with music. Now, for me, I can tell you right now that the craziest place for me is the best place for me is the shower. I don't know what it is about oh, I the shower. Know. I can come up with, like with the best songs and then I have to try to remember the songs. I'm getting older so it doesn't retain in my head that long. Um and I'm just like, okay, I got this. So then, you know, I have my phone on the side, but I'm trying to create a gadget that's waterproof and do all this stuff. I know phones can be waterproof, but I need something better. And so somebody told me about a writing pad, which I, I bought and still haven't used in the shower yet. Uh, but I can come up with the best stuff. And somebody said it's probably because, you know, the water is soothing and you're by yourself and you're relaxed. What do you think? Right. Oh, yeah, I agree. I, I definitely, the shower is one of those places where stuff will just pop up in your head. And again, it's because you're not, you're not like actively trying to think of anything. You're just like doing this like regular activity, like just like driving for me, like where your brain isn't having to be on. And suddenly because you let it rest, it's like, okay, here you go. I'll give you this little nugget that you can work. (laughs) Love it. Yeah. No, I, whenever I come up with a, um, something when I'm in the shower, yeah, you grab your phone and then your phone's all wet and then you're, trying to make sure not to kill your phone but then singing into the voice memo and then it won't it won't open because it can't recognize your fingerprint because it's wet and like exactly. 
You, you see, <laughs> like the whole thing. you feel my pain. I knew you would feel my pain. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Yeah. You totally you get just me. Just have those water, like a waterproof iPad, and the thing that you can just yeah, like. Yeah, well, I'm trying to come right up. down. Everybody tries to take my idea. I'm trying to come up with. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm going to get that gadget going. I'm going to do I it. You, I think you should. Or just start a voice memo before you get in the shower, just in case something happens. That way you can just sing at it <laughs> as, soon as, right? it, as soon as it pops up. Oh, my God. I come up with the best stuff, and I'm just like, okay, Natalie, just keep singing. See, you, you got this. You got this. And I try to, you know, sing it fast into the voice memo. And I'm like, okay, but that doesn't sound like what I just said, but that's okay. That's okay. It's still in there. Um, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm going to play your song. Let me get this up for the uh, The best worst thing. Tell me what that's about. Uh, that song I actually I wrote during uh, it was I think the beginning. Yeah, it was the beginning of the pandemic. I was sitting down, kind of doing like a a therapy exercise thing where you you write down the. Um, the basically like the pros and cons of something that you're trying to get over, like a relationship or whatever it is. And I ended up writing the, you know, the cons, which were, you know, all the things that you wish you could either take back or get rid of or, or whatever. And then the pros, all the things that you learned from and got out of it. And then I ended up looking at the list afterwards and going, this would make for a very interesting song. If I literally just took the list and you know, wrote it, and so I hopped on the piano, and I just started dabbling with it, and, and it actually turned into something, and then um, now it's, it might be one of my favorite songs. just feels like, um, yeah, I mean, it's really just a list of, yeah, pros and cons of a past relationship. I love it. Let's play it. I hate You've seen me naked, I hate All those smiles I was faking, I hate That I didn't just punch you that time on our date You were rude to the waitress, I hate How you'd speak to my brother, I hate That I consider forever, I hate That the minute we broke up, you stood there and trashed me on a call to your mother But the thing about these things Now that I'm looking back I can see some good in the bad Oh, I love You taught me to fight for myself Now I can't lose me Oh, <laughs> 
Yeah. Like the dating app. Well, they have the yeah. business app, which is based, yeah, basically, you know, connecting people with um, people on the career side of things. And so she partnered with them to basically get more women on stage at major music festivals was the plan. And so it basically was just like send in a song and, and uh, you know, all your info and, and everything. And, and I I did. And, and then I got in one of those emails and I was just, uh, they were like, you want a, a mentorship session with Chief Musgraves? And they're flying me to Austin for Austin City Limits so that I could, or Austin City Limits Festival so that I could um, see her play and then meet her. Uh, before her show and it was it was the best I absolutely love her and I got to sit with her for close to an hour just me and her and I could I just got to pick her brain and it was it was just it was awesome she had such great advice and just kind of made me feel like okay I'm on the right track in a lot of ways because she she's such an authentic human being yeah and she always talks about how I mean, the best advice that she kind of gave me was just like, just make the music that feels right to you. And then the people who will like that will find you, but don't, don't compromise what you want to do in order to get somewhere faster or, you know, what you think might get you there faster because in the end it won't last. So just do what you want to do and um, basically stay true to what you want to do. And then it will, it'll eventually work if it's if it's right for you so I just uh, I just loved her I just felt like I walked out of like a meditation I don't know boys my com- Ooh, shut up <laughs> this is life this is life when your your phone starts to play and you have to cut oh my it gosh. <laughs> this is why I love authenticity because that happens um <laughs> Oh my gosh! Well, I'm I'm so honored that you're on my platform, um, because you do so many things. Well, let's talk about the acting for a little bit. Um, yeah. How did you do the whole acting thing? I mean, you're you're on some you're on you you're a guest star on one of my favorite shows, and I think it's everybody's favorite show at this point, Law and Order, because it's been on like for a hundred years. So how did you get into I, all of that? Know. Um. Well, I started acting when I was maybe, well, I started doing commercials and things when I was about six, six, seven years old. Um, And then when I was 10, I got a theatrical agent, film and TV agent, and then just started doing stuff from there. um, Yeah, so again, it's one of those things. I've just been doing it for the same amount of time I've been doing music, um, and I just, I love it. But yeah, SVU is such a... Oh, it's such a fun, fun show. Obviously, the content is incredibly dark, but it's such a yeah. fun show to be on. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. You're doing your thing. I mean, how many yeah. people can say, well, you know, I'm singing. You know, I have this little acting gig on here. Yeah, I've got DC. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know. Yeah, I mean that's probably cool, don't you think? Oh yeah, I mean I do. I love it, and I love it because because at the same time when like when acting is slow and nothing's happening, I have my music and vice versa. When music is, you know, they they and they help each other in a lot of ways, and they're in so much in the same world that right. it's um it's it's amazing to have both of them. Um, but yeah, I, and I just I just. I love them both. Love them both. And SVU was funny enough, a cool experience. It was that it was uh it was just supposed to be a one off guest star and then I ended up being able to come back and go undercover <laughs> as my as the character was- and Yeah. Oh my God. That's awesome. <laughs> it was so cool. And Mariska Hargitay is just a badass. I love did you get, because I love Chris Maloney, did you get to meet him? He was not on it when I was on it. Oh, my God. Well, hopefully they call yeah, you back. Yeah, I was on, I was on this, oh, God, I was maybe season 15? 
Okay. Yeah, there's so, I can't. <laughs> so, like, there's there's so, so many seasons. This show will go on for the rest of time. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't exactly. know what season it was, but but yes, I was on there. Uh, yeah, he he wasn't he wasn't on there when I was when I did the show. Hopefully, um, he, he. I mean, I think because they're doing more with him now that you can get back on there and you know do your thing, do your thing. Yeah, um, I, should just, I should start a petition. Just bring my courage I, back one more <laughs> for one more round. Why not? Why not? Okay. I'm going to play your song, Solo Cup. Tell me what that's about. Um, that is another one that I wrote during the uh, the height of the pandemic about feeling um, like I was losing my mind and feeling very isolated because of the pandemic. And, again, that identity crisis that I was talking about that mm-hmm. a lot of artists had during the pandemic. Right. They were like, what, you know, what do I matter if, if – if I'm not doing the thing that I, you know, that I do. So um, that's, that's kind of where that song came from. All right. Well, let me play. I've been losing my mind a little lately. At least I'm trying my best, I think. Wonder if you think I'm crazy If you let my world pour it down the sink I don't know how else to matter I don't know how else to matter I'm like a solo cup Left over from the party Drink me up Put me down till you want another round And I'll be waiting here Half full and half empty Just trying to be what you need A pick-me-up, a dose of peace Like a solo cup I'm the life of the night if you want it, I'll sing you songs and act out scenes I'll make you laugh if that's what the mood is If you want tears, I'll bring you to your knees I don't know how else to matter I don't know how else to matter I'm like so
absolutely. I got goosebumps on that one. <laughs> oh, I, I love that. <laughs> Thank you. I got goosebumps. Um, I I'll take it. I, I absolutely, absolutely love your voice. There's something unique Thank about you. it. Thank you. There's something so real about it, too. It's just like, you're not just, you know, you're not just singing this to sing. I feel like I'm in your world and you're just expressing yourself about how you're feeling at that moment. And it's funny because that, that song would actually be considered a social impact song because I think a lot of people um, can relate to that, especially after the cray cray <clears throat> Uh, this past three years that's been out yeah. of control. Um, yeah. What are three things you wish you had known before you got into the music industry? Ooh. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. Well, <laughs> I guess I, I, I'm like, I've never thought of that before. Well, maybe how important it is to um, write as much as humanly possible in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, you know what I mean? I, I kind of, uh, granted, I've been writing for a long time, but it's always just kind of been this thing that I'll do when I felt like it and um, creating the habit of kind of, instead of waiting for your creativity to hit you, just creating the habit of sitting down and being like, it will hit me or it won't at 9 right. a.m. every day. <laughs> like, you know what I yeah. mean? I'm going to go and sit there and wait for it and kind of, <laughs> like, welcome it in. Or, you know, or it won't come, but that's okay, too. But at least I'm going to create the, the space for it and have it for it every day. I wish I – I guess that's not something I wish I had known, but just more something I wish I had done okay. or figured out slightly earlier. Um, and then probably the um, the ins and outs of – publishing and all of those yes. that side of things. Yes. You know? Just um just basically just how the music business side works. Yeah. Uh, it's so just full and crazy and, and there's so much to know and to learn. So I think just um kind of getting into that earlier. Um and that's the third thing. Oh gosh. I don't know. I don't know. I wish I had some, like, gems for you. Watch. I'll think. As soon as we hang up, I'm going to be like, God, I had some gems. <laughs> I don't know. Well, um, uh, what's, well, what's your what's your number one thing that you wish you had known? If I turn well, it on you. That, that, okay, that um, it's a lot of work. That's number one. It's like you get into the, you know, the whole the whole idea, stereotypically, you say, oh, I'm going to become an artist. It's going to be easy. I'm going to become a superstar. No. That's not how it works. Um, it's just crazy how, how, I mean, it's just so much work. Especially, it's not like back in the day where people went into um, radio stations and say, oh, can you play, uh, play my music? Um, and they, nine times out of ten, they would. Now, you know, it's pay to play. You know, independent artists don't have that kind of money. Um, so you have to do other things to try to be seen and heard. Now, when you're creating music okay. now, you're not only just trying to get the music out there, but you have to see if your music can go viral on all these damn social media platforms. It is crazy. And every day you wake yeah. up, there's, there's another social media platform. The other thing for me is that when you're first starting out, there are scammers. The scammers in the music industry is just outrageous. It is disgusting how people will just pounce on you when they hear a hint of new music. I don't know where they come from, but they come out of anywhere. So, you, like, you need to know how to do your research. Anybody that contacts you, do research. Talk to people that have worked with those type of people. Um, because right. Because the people will just scam you out of a lot of money. They can't do that to me now, but, they, you know, some people did. I'll, you know, I'm not going to lie about that. In the beginning, they, they did that. Um, I would like to know more about, like you, like you mentioned, you know, publishing, copywriting, um, the whole business side of music. I think that we should be well versed and um, and know how to uh, read agreements. I think that's really, really important. Um, and then, yeah, we should have other people 
uh, that can read agreements for us, but we need to understand the language as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, for, yeah. Or just had the wherewithal to hire somebody to explain it to you in like a music business for dummies kind of a way. You know, like go after that. Don't just nod and smile and you know. Exactly. That's kind of nice. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a ton of things I think that people don't realize that are thrown at us when we're doing this music thing. And then on top of that, you know, a lot of independent artists do everything themselves. It's it's, it's time-consuming. I mean, how do you handle your whole promotional market arena? I mean, because you're doing music and you're doing acting. Yeah, I am. I just kind of go in and out of modes. <laughs> like I'll, um, I'll with at least like the last EP that I did, I obviously was in like writing producing mode for like about five, six months. And then once everything was done, then I just do like a hard shift and go right. and do full on promo um, and be focusing on that. Cause it, it is hard to do both at the same time without it bleeding in and, and yeah. kind of, uh, and muddy so I I think it's easier for me to at least like focus really hard on the one thing so that it's the best it can be so that then I can move on and be focusing on the you know more marketing side of it afterwards so that I'm not still going ooh the music still needs some work so I'm yeah. just going to be going in and out because in the end you end up taking even more time because right. something's not ready That's so true. yeah I think uh and then you're throwing things into the void because, you know, maybe it's not as good as it could be. And, and um, you know, had you spent a little more time in the creative portion of it, then right. you wouldn't have to market it as hard because hopefully right. just, like, grab people, you know. And and granted, like, it, it just depends on if there's so much going into it. There's just um, so many different facets that, it's it's hard to grab grab on and do all of the things, but it is worth it. I just think as long as the music is as you 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 know you focus on the music being the best it can be, mm-hmm. then uh, then it'll be worth all the the hard work putting into the marketing side of things as well. So that's kind of my yeah focus and then do a hard shift. <laughs> yes, um, I you know. <laughs> I did a, during the pandemic, I did this course on, uh, on TikTok and it's called TikTok Cap University. And it told you, you know, for TikTok, they want you to be on, they want you to do five videos a day. And at first I was like, oh my God, how am I going to do that? That's that's crazy, blah, blah, blah. And for a month, I almost was able to do it, but you really have to think about, um, it's, 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 it's not easy. Because you have to really come up yeah. with ideas. And you just, you don't want to have it look like it's forced either. Yeah. Um, so you, it's just, you're like, okay, let me come up. And so, and I would pray and I would say, please, somebody send me some ideas. And every day I would have something that I could talk about. But it's not easy. But now I'm I'm trying not to do that as much. Um, if I have something really great to talk about, I will. Sometimes I'll do one video. Sometimes I'll have three videos. You know, I, I want it to be um, natural. I don't want it to well, be- Yeah, you don't want to feel like you're just doing it because, you know, it seems like you should. Because I also think people can smell that, you know? Yes. And so as long as it's real and it's actually what you want to be, you know, putting out in the world, whatever it is, you're either talking about something or sharing a piece of music or whatever it is, you know, as long as it actually feels like you and is you, then then that's worth it. But yeah, if you're just putting stuff out just because TikTok asks for consistency, right. it's kind of like, well, is that what you want to be consistent about? Like that, that topic that you're bringing up or whatever, whatever right. it is, just because you're trying to grab onto a trend? Probably not, because people will probably smell it and go, never <laughs> mind, I'm not going to be into <laughs> whatever they're putting out. So See, yeah. You, you, you got it. You understand the whole thing. Um, one last thing. Um, what is a passage quote or saying or word that you would like to use to motivate, to motivate yourself or push yourself? If you do have one. Um, 
You know what's so funny? And I I bring this quote up all the time, and it, it's literally, it's a Dr. Seuss quote. I kid you not. But it just oh. makes me laugh every time, and it just is so um, kind of what I try and live by, as lame as this is. <laughs> but there's a Dr. Seuss um, quote, and I don't even know if it's from one of his books or anything, but it's like, you are you, that is truer than true. There's no one alive who is newer than you. And I'm like, that, that's great. Just be you, because that's, that's, um, that's all you can really do, and no one else is you. So it's, at least you have a leg up on that side of things. Yeah. So whenever I go into any song that I'm writing, or even like we were talking about social media, even a post that I'm making, if it doesn't feel like me, it's not worth it. That's Amen. kind of my, um, yeah, so go Dr. Seuss. You're, you're the man. Yeah, Dr. <laughs> Love that. Uh, yeah, I'm on, <laughs> what you basically described is about being authentic. I wrote a song called Authentically Me. I'm all about, I got a tattoo of the, the name of the song on my, on my arm. It says Authentically Me because I think, you know, people are always trying to impress other people and bring something yeah. that they're and I think that you have, obviously, you have to love yourself first before you do anything, because the energy that you put in anything, that's going to go out there. So if you have a negative feeling about yourself, what do you think is going to come back and return? Negativity. So, you know, exactly. you know, love yourself, do the best that you can, and then everything will follow. Everything yep. will follow. Well, exactly. thank you so much, Skylar, for being on Chatting with Nash. I'm going Thank to. Thank you I may become a stalker. Just letting you know. Um, <laughs> you can buy, buy a, a nice stalker. I'm not gonna, yeah. And in regards to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we your, like a nice stalker. <laughs> yeah, a nice stalker. Um, because yeah. um, you're awesome. I love your voice. Um, your voice is uh, phenomenal, and uh, you know you're on these these shows that I really like. So I gotta watch that. Um, and check you out because I'm, I'm, I think your your voice is going to be your voice definitely is going to be somewhere else on a on a show. I know it because you just have it. You you've got you've got it. You've got the perfect voice oh. for um, getting. Uh, yeah, I, I see it happening for you. I see it happening. <laughs> Let's manifest manifest that doing it. Manifesting it for you. I, I'm visualizing it. I see it. I see it. Uh, so thank. <laughs> Uh, for allowing me to have the honor of having you on uh, chatting with Nat. Um, it's just amazing. Um, you are amazing. What else can I say? I mean, it's just you, you, you sing your truth, you speak your truth, and I love that. I absolutely love that. Well, it was great talking to you. Thanks for having me. Oh, anytime, anytime. Um, I definitely would love to do an IG Live eventually with you. Um, I think that would be awesome. When you have time and you're busy schedule. Hell, yeah. You know. All right. Well, thanks again, Skylar. Um, all right, everybody. That was singer-songwriter and producer, award-winning singer-songwriter and producer, Skylar Day. She's amazing. She has an awesome voice. Um, you can find her on her. She has a, she has a TikTok called Skylar Day Music, and she, she has her website where you can find other information about her which is www.skylarday.com um if you can't remember that you know what you can do you can just google google is your friend um until next time on chatting with nat chatting with nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.